So the family said, Inky, we want you to talk about Coke. We want you to talk about Coke. I said, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Right? See, the, the media, let's, we'll talk about it. Come on, let's talk about it. Let's go here. Right? And share this video with your friends and your family. You 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 know who you know who doing who who's doing you know who's doing coke in your house. You know who do coke is a job. You know which one of your friends do coke. Right? I need to share this video. Right? All right. So you see we we put up we put this hashtag. This is a hashtag. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Right. And who we see Rick James and Rick James is a super superstar, a super superstar who's um, who has a stronger legacy for being attached to the slogan. Cocaine is a hell of a drug than for his music. Today's generation knows Rick James first by cocaine is a hell of a drug as opposed to. Anything that has to do with his music, right? So let's type in the other one because I think the other one might even be stronger than this, right? You got two totally different memes, right? We've been seeing these all day Bobby and Whitney, right? Bobby and Whitney, Rick James. Right, your man, soldier boy. Like we didn't seen these memes all day. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. We didn't seen these memes all day, and yet we still don't know how many traps. Right, and I get it. For some people, they like, yo, I get high. I like getting high. I like cocaine. It's a part of my lifestyle. I'm not giving it up. So this video is more so primarily for the people that say, I like getting high. I like cocaine. This is what I do. Everybody got a vice that they have. This is my vice. This is what I do. Okay. We're going to talk about it. So make sure you, you stick around to the end of the video, right? And um, and you just understand the science surrounding it so that we don't keep having Rick James out here, because this is what we're getting low key. And this is a best case scenario. Let's look up Rick James real quick. Right. This is a best case scenario. Let's look at Rick James real quick. Hit the wiki up. All right. Let's see what it say here. OK. August 20, uh, 2004. August 6th. Crazy, right? August 6th, James Caretaker found him dead in James' Los Angeles home at the Oakwood Toluca Hills apartment complex just outside Burbank. He had died from pulmonary failure and cardiac failure associated with his various health conditions of diabetes, stroke, a pacemaker, and heart attack. His, his autopsy found Alprazolam, diazepam, bupropion, 
Cytolopram, hydrocodone, digioxin, right? Digioxin, chlorpheniramine, chlorpheniramine, methamphetamine, right? Methamphetamine and cocaine in his blood. And look, check this shit out. This is the icing on the cake. The coroner stated that none of the drugs or drug combinations were found to be at levels that were life-threatening in and of themselves. Okay? So when we hear that, it's, it's a go. But what you don't understand is, and this is why I did the video, I said, is the rap, is rap a part of the HIV AIDS culture? Yeah. <laughs> that video should be at 2 million views already. And it's funny that the people, sometimes I get people that watch my videos all the time. They say, man, your video should be at much higher numbers. Your video should be way higher. Inky, what's going on? And I asked them, when you say my video should have way more views, how many pages did you share it? That'd be the question right there. Then they silent. <laughs> I'm like, yo, how many pages did you share the video to? No, 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 no. Not how many pages was it shared to? How many pages did you share it on? How many days did you share it? Okay, you put it on your page on Monday. You, how many times you shared the video? Oh, you, sh you shared it two, three times. Oh, okay. Well, then it's got two, three shares. YouTubers, no matter what the subject matter, the videos and the channel only grows based on the activity of the people following the channel. Every single YouTube channel you see starts off at zero. <laughs> zero subscribers, right? We got to deal with this shit because we the ones responsible for getting this info out. I take the responsibility to put the info up, but y'all got to get the info out, right? We get an idea that we, we don't we don't really understand how this cocaine thing. We don't get this, right? We don't understand what's going on with this thing. So we're going to talk about this shit. So first, let's do this. Right. First, let's do this. Cocaine immune system. Right. Let's just start right here at the top. Right. And I get it. I know people watching that like cocaine and this is for you. So that should you choose to continue to use cocaine, you know how to use cocaine without uh, suffering all of the downsides. I would like you all to stop using cocaine, right? I would like you all to stay out of prison. I would like you all to stay healthy, but we live in the real world. Some people in our family, some people that we know as friends, some people that's co-workers, et cetera, et cetera, they're not going to stop. 
So now for those people, you need to know what to tell them to help to help them. In the meanwhile, in between while. Right. So let's talk about this. And if it's you, then you need to know what, how to help yourself in the meanwhile, in between while, while you're going through your stages. Right. Cocaine may weaken the body's natural defenses by dramatically altering the numbers and genetic machinery of important type of immune cell from the thymus gland of an important type of immune cell from the thymus gland. According to researchers at the University of Illinois, Chicago and the Veterans Administration Westside Medical Center, their findings were published in the February 97 issue of the Proceedings of the Society for Experimental Biology and Medicine. In mice and cell cultures, we found that cocaine directly affects many aspects of thymocyte functions. Okay, since the thymus is the essential organ for T cell maturation and normal immune function, the effects of cocaine may partly explain abnormal immune responses leading to increased disease or tumor growth. Okay, the thymus gland plays a crucial role in the body's defense against viruses and other infections by producing T lymphocytes that can attack foreign cells or tumors as well as regu regulate the production of antibodies. So now if, you, if you're if smart enough, you can already begin to see the correlation between AIDS, HIV, and cocaine use, right? AIDS, HIV, and cocaine use because the test for and the qualify the qualifiers for HIV and AIDS is what high levels of antibodies and low levels of white blood cells. <laughs> I promise you guys, when you start to learn this information, it's not that difficult, right? And so, trust me, I'm not here to bash drug addicts. I'm not here to bash recreational drug users, right? What I am here to do, though, is point out how these things attack the body because we have NFL players, NBA players, baseball players that use these drugs. Right. We have um, actors, comedians, celebrities of all sorts. Right. People we love, mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, husbands, husbands. Uh, Cousins, husbands, wives, baby mamas, baby daddies, right? Our sons, our daughters, right? So we have people we love and we don't know what to say because we don't know the science. We don't know what to say, right? And you go online and niggas like, oh, yeah, get the detox. Um, Yeah, it might be a little, you might need a little bit more information and be able to communicate that, Right? In the study conducted at the VA Westside Medical Center, Wu and his research colleagues injected mice daily for five days with either saline or varied doses of cocaine and analyzed the different subpopulations of T lymphocytes for four hours after the last injection. They found significant decreases in the numbers of one key group of these immune cells. Now, just going back to AIDS and HIV again, right? And it's not just, this is not, video is not just about AIDS and HIV. It's not even about that at all. 
But I'm pointing out to you the reason why AIDS and HIV has always been primarily amongst the drug culture because the drugs directly affect the actual statistics that they're looking for, right? So if you have a low white blood cell count, right? Then that's an AIDS indicator. If you have a low white blood cell count, that's an AIDS indicator, right? So, I mean, we're looking at it right here. In addition, the research, oh, excuse me. The analysis revealed that as a dosage of cocaine increased, so did the rate of these cells undergoing programmed cell death with apoptosis. And we talked about that. We talked about in terms of the opioids, right? Um, being able to increase the FAS receptors, which causes more white blood cells to go through apoptosis, right? So these, uh, uh, these results suggest that cocaine may affect the process of T-cell maturation leading to an alteration of the normal immune function. We hypothesize that cocaine harms the immune system by altering the regulatory functions of key immune cells, resulting in increased susceptibility to cancer and infection. Okay. Now, see, that's where this, this becomes dangerous. Right. That's when it becomes dangerous. We got all these all these memes and glyphs and, you know, it's funny. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. You know what I'm saying? It's funny. And I'm sure knowing Dave Chappelle. That he was trying to bring light to the situation for a reason, right? But we go to sleep as a people. We go to sleep as a people. We hear this and this desensitizes us to cocaine. So now it's just, you know, it's it's not being used like, oh, okay, yeah, we seen this shit here. We, yeah, let's figure this thing out because, you know, when we see this shit here, you know, you got to understand there's a reason why there's a reason why all these drugs mixed up in the body, all these drugs mixed up in the body. And the coroner says none of the drugs or combinations that are found, you know, none of these, none of these was enough to, this is all, you know, basically saying that when people read that, when people read that, what they're going to think in their mind is they cool right there. They, they, you know, they, they good. They, that was not, you know, the drugs is not what killed him. I done had these arguments with people. They're like, yeah, but the drugs didn't kill him. Look, let me pull it up for you. He was using the drugs, but the drugs didn't kill him. The drugs wasn't it. And it's like, wait a minute, what are we talking about right now? You know what I mean? Like, is that, is that the conversation? The drugs didn't kill him? And I, when I hear these things, I know people just don't know that much about, they just don't know that much. And because they don't know, <laughs> because they don't know, it's continuing to haunt us, right? 
So we have to change the way we're able to view our bodies and use our bodies. I'm not saying go in the cave and pray 10 times a fucking day and become a monk. Do what you do, but understand what you do so you know how to at least leverage your downside. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to know how to leverage your downside so you, you know, you have another uh, another angle with this thing. You're not just sending yourself to suicide. Right? See? We like the music. We gotta get the we gotta we gotta learn this this whole we gotta get this info down right we gotta get this we gotta get this knowledge on exactly what's going on with this in terms of uh you know what i'm saying like this you know what i mean i i think we're missing a large piece to this thing here and a lot of it is the fact that we have normalized the whole portion of we normalize a portion of this right and because we normalizing a portion of this you know what i'm saying
Yeah, they be hating on my music breaks. They be hating on my music breaks. But we we got to put the music breaks in. The music is that's the culture right there. Right? That's the culture. We got to put the music in. How we don't put the music in? What we doing if we ain't putting the music in? Right? We 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 be <laughs> What we doing if we not putting the music in, right? What we talking about? Uh, let's see, right? Because we like to pretend in the conscious community we so smart we don't know nothing about this. We so smart in the conscious community we don't know nothing about this. And this is where you niggas kill me with this fake shit, right? Look at this. So many conscious niggas, but meanwhile, look, March 2017, American cocaine use is way up. Huh? American cocaine use is way up. While much of the recent attention on drug abuse in the United States has focused on the heroin opioid epidemic, cocaine has also been making a comeback. It appears to be a case of supply driving demand. After years of failing output, the seas, the size of Colombia's illegal coca crop has exploded since 2013, and the boom is starting to appear on U.S. streets. There are trouble. There are troubling early signs that cocaine use and availability is on the rise in the United States for the first time in nearly a decade. Okay. Nearly a decade, the number of overdose deaths in the United States involving cocaine in 2015 was the highest since 2006 and the second highest since 1999. The Federal Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration reported this in December. Okay, look at this. And the number of young Americans who admitted trying cocaine for the first time increased 61 percent. Look at this shit here. The number of people trying cocaine. The number's going up. Why is the number of people trying cocaine going up? Why is that number going up? Because we see in the culture, we see in the culture that it's being publicized as nothing to really worry about. It's just like weed. You know what I'm saying? People doing coke. You go to the party, you do a few lines, you're at the party. <laughs> yeah. You watch your favorite, uh, your favorite um, cable series and the cable series is about selling coke. And we love these guys in the movies that sell the coke. The question is, though, the question is, if we love the guy in the movie that sells the coke, what about the guy that buys the coke? Right? Because an uh, a addict, let me tell you, I'm from 158th Street in the Bronx. Listen to what I'm telling you. An addict is anybody that's addicted to buying or using a substance. You use a substance in many different ways. 
you use a substance in many different ways right so when we think of a cocaine user we think of somebody that's using it to get the cocaine dopamine high we think about the dopamine high the receptors in the body smoking cocaine freebasing crack cocaine snorting cocaine but you're not thinking about the people that use cocaine to make money when you use cocaine to make money fast money money in abundance there's a high that comes with that there's a high that comes with that there's a high that comes with the feeling of having all that money in a poverty situation so now you have the women looking at you different the guys respond to you different your clothes change your diet change you eat what you want you do what you want there's a high that comes with using the cocaine for those things right there's a high that comes with using the cocaine for those things so all of the guys that are selling the cocaine are addicts to the cocaine they're hooked on cocaine just because the guy that buys it for five dollars is buying a five dollar bag or twenty dollar bag or he get a little grammy or he's getting an eight bolt the amount the amount don't change the only thing that the term that changes is how fast can you come back and grab some more how fast can you come back and grab some more period how fast can you come back and grab some more and then if you're touching it and you're tasting it and it's going in your bloodstream slowly but surely you're getting minute highs freezes right building up your immunity to it so now it's hitting into your blood you're in rooms with cocaine in it now you inhaling it right now you inhaling it it's getting into your body it's getting in through your pores right so we gotta we gotta talk about this we can't really talk about you know people like inky when you gonna talk about mental health and this i'll be like bro y'all missing so many of these big issues y'all missing so many of these big issues look at this shit here look at this columbia's cold kaboom right and we didn't seen all of the documentaries already so we know who's partners with um all of these other countries that's exporting the cocaine obviously the governments that the cocaine is coming into or the countries that the cocaine is coming into is in partnership with these guys so it's you know but you leave it up to these niggas they tell you it's masons doing it oh it's masons it's cocaine people getting high it must be masons selling all the crack in the community it must be masons selling the coke and the dope it must be masons at the ports allowing it to come in it must be masons allowing the the boats to get in the planes to fly it in you see the boogeyman doing it let's see if the boogeyman going to jail for it let's see if the boogeyman going to jail for it because the boogeyman ain't going to jail for it let's see what this say 
race and the drug war. The drug war has produced profoundly unequal outcomes across racial groups manifested through racial discrimination by law enforcement and disproportionate drug war misery suffered by communities of color. Many different communities of color bear the impact of the discriminatory enforcement of drug laws. This impact may vary across cities and regions. Nationwide, some of the most egregious racial disparities can be seen in the case of African-Americans and Latinos. Higher arrests and incarceration rates for these communities are not reflective of increased prevalence of drug use, but rather law enforcement's law enforcement's Wait a minute. Is law enforcement. Is that Marines, military, Air Force? Oh, OK. Law enforcement's focus on urban areas, lower income communities and community of color. Hmm. Right. This is why none of these conversations happen in the community, because all these platforms is these people. Y'all better wake up. All the platforms is these people here. <laughs> they're not gonna have these conversations with you because it's them so they're gonna keep your ass arguing about some bullshit that don't meanwhile we dealing with real shit out here huh we already heard about all this This video from hip hop legend Sean Carter Jay-Z and acclaimed artist Molly Crab Apple depicts the drug war's devastating impact on the black community from decades of biased law enforcement. I had an argument yesterday with one of my bros. He's still my bro. And not an argument argument. We just had like a debate. Right. Because he's one of these people. Right. He's a Christian. And he's one of these people. He like, yo. Jay-Z said, uh, Jay-Z, he said, why your man Jay-Z worships the devil? And I said, what you mean he worships the devil? He said, yeah, Jay-Z said that he don't know um, that Jesus didn't really exist or something like that. I said, so that means he worshiped the devil? He said, yeah, the Bible said anybody that denounced Jesus worships the devil. I said, but wait a minute. Didn't the Christians kill Jesus? In the Bible? I mean, is that is the, is it get higher than that? He said, no, nah, but you got heathens and they, you know, they 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 sacrifice babies. I'm like, wait a minute. The largest atrocities on earth been committed in the name of the Bible. And hold on, before we go deep down this lane, I teach out of the Bible. I love the Bible, but my mind is open. I understand the Bible, right? I look for the science in the Bible. But there are people whose mind is blind and they don't look for the science. I asked them, I said, bro, you do know that the Bible been edited. Like there's older versions that have a more, give you a more grasp on what was trying to be communicated. He said, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I, ain't, I, don't, I ain't into none of that. Wait, what? 
He said I was lost for telling him he need to get the old translations. <laughs> so meanwhile, while Jay-Z is out here, right? Jay-Z is out here talking about the war on drugs and and uh let's look at this. This is what Jay-Z is out here talking about. We 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 putting Jay-Z in the box talking about he worshiping the devil. This shit is crazy out here. We we wild people. We looking at the wrong facts. That's what a plethora of information can do to you. That's one of the downsides to having the internet. It's too much information rushing to people at one time and we can't prioritize good. Right? The drug war drives racial disparities in the criminal justice system. Misguided drug laws and draconian sentences have produced profoundly unequal outcomes for communities of color. People of color experience discrimination at every stage of the criminal justice system and are more likely to be stopped, searched, arrested, convicted, harshly sentenced, saddled with lifelong criminal record. Drugs. Nearly 80 percent of people in the federal prison and almost 60 uh, 60 percent of the people in state prison are drug offenses. Black or Latino. The prosecutors are twice as likely to pursue a mandatory minimum sentence for black people as for whites. This is just facts. It's just facts. Right? It's just facts. Black people and Native Americans are more likely to be killed by law enforcement than any other racial or ethnic group. These are just facts. They are often stereotyped as being violent and or addicted to alcohol and other drugs. Just facts. When you look in the media, when you whether you're looking at the big media or the small media, the big media is movies and TV, the small media, is social media. You always see Italians, Jewish people, Indians. Um, and not so much Latinos as much as Puerto Ricans, right? Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, right? Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, right? That's the people when they say Latinos in this, it's usually Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, and Mexicans. Puerto Ricos, Dominicans, Mexicans, right? It's not all Spanish people. It's not Spaniards. It's not Portuguese. It's it's the brown. It's the brown and black Spanish folks. Puerto Ricans, y'all get lumped into. Y'all may not know y'all history fully, but, you know, everybody else do. So y'all in the mix. Right. So we got to understand how this should affect us. You know, we got a lot of people having these conversations about the prison shit and all this shit. So that, that I don't need to go into that. But I do need to show you that the information being promoted to you is not the right information. You're not getting the right information on this. Right. So we got to We got to talk about this and we got to just analyze things. Right. And if you know that your son or your daughter is out there, you're not stupid. OK, you're not stupid. You know, if your son or your brother, your sister, you know, they out there. And you know that when you was young, you was out there wild and you may not be doing what they doing now because these the, the culture done changed. So they not smoking a little joint and sipping on no uh, no vodka and, and coming back to the house. They not doing that. There's a whole bunch of other shit in the mix now. 
So you know if your baby's out there, what you need to be doing is trying to get them some information. But also aside from that, you need to know how this shit is going to affect their health before they come back home to you and say, I got cancer. I can't have no babies. I got a hysterectomy. I got fibroids. I got AIDS. Like you need to know because this is where it's coming from. Right. This is where it's coming from. It's not coming from thin air. It just seemed like it's thin air. Then when your baby come back and it don't matter if they got good grades and I'm tired of hearing this bullshit about good grades. Oh, my God. They had good grades. It's a good child. How they came back with this? Because you didn't know good children in the club, too. Good children in the club. They right there with the with the other children. They all in the club. Everybody in the club. And then the, once you get out there, it's a whole nother because they all listening to the music and you having a good time with them at home, listening to the music. Y'all playing it, dancing together. Woo, woo, woo. Then when they go out and try to live that music and the results come home, you get that call that they at, at, at the uh, police station. You get that call from the hospital. You get that call. They pregnant. You don't know who did that. When you get that, when they get real, that's when we want to look around for ain't nobody doing nothing, but ain't nobody taught me. Ain't nobody said this is when you're supposed to get the information in advance and start putting shit in place now. Right. Don't keep watching your child eat all that motherfucking candy. Hold on. Let me let me tell you something. See, this is the this is the other shit. You see, this is the other shit. So when you see these niggas with the fake shit, right? Wesley Muhammad, right? When you see these niggas with the fake shit, right? When you see Wesley Muhammad with the fake shit, right? Because he was just out there, you know, whole milk, white milk. Then he going to turn around and say, oh, yeah, now he trying to jump on this vaccine wave. Yeah, the vaccine, vaccine. What's the solution? The solution is whole milk, white milk. So they're going to move you. They're going to say, don't do the vaccines, but jump on this milk and this other bullshit. Meanwhile, the milk and the cheese is what sets the stage for the drug addiction because of the high levels of morphine. Because of the high levels of morphine, now you start to get that high up in you you start to get that craving for the you start to build up that craving for that to your 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 uh what they call it your um your reward pathways start to open up and you start wanting more and more dopamine so don't sit there and watch your child drinking a whole lot of milk eating a whole lot of cheese eating a whole lot of candy, a whole lot of sugar. Sugar is a high. It is a drug. Sugar hits the same receptor sites as cocaine and dope. So when you're sitting there and you're watching them eating candy after candy after candy, understand that they already have a drug addiction. Understand it already off rip. Off rip. And you see it. Anybody that got a crackhead in their family, anybody that got a somebody, anybody that got a drug addict in their family, you watch them rip through sugar like nobody's business. You watch them rip through sugar. 
You watch them rip through milk and cheese. Why? Because those are cheap, easy ways to satisfy that same reward pathway until they get what they really want to get. And niggas be miserable. So when your child get into their teenage years, a lot of times, and they attitudes start flipping up, and you don't know why they attitude flipping up. It's because them niggas got a habit somewhere. Oh no, not him, because that's no, that's a good kid. No, no, no. She good. She she handled her business. She got a great okay. Fuck around if you want to. Wait till you get the phone call. Wait till you get the phone call. Motherfuckers pop up. Oh, yeah, they got AIDS. What? How the fuck did that happen? Elevated antibodies, low level this. What's what's wait, what? What? My child, my child, huh? A study published this week in the journal Biological Psychiatry shows that cocaine dependent men have heightened physical and biological warning reactions to visual cues that convey a risk of infection, such as rotten food and dirty toilets. The research led by Dr. Corinne Ersch from the Behavioral and Clinical Neuroscience Institute, University of Cambridge, suggests that these oversensitive bodily reactions may be born from a history of recurrent infection. Yet their lack of awareness about their body's alarm signals could cause cocaine users not to protect themselves adequately, putting themselves even more at risk of contracting infectious disease. Infectious diseases are the most common and costly health complications of drug addiction and chronic drug users are at a particularly high risk of contracting infections such as hiv hepatitis this that and other even if they are not injecting drugs rates of other infections tuberculosis stds why why see because without the why this shit is just gobbledygook somebody just talking right the why is this right I'll give you another one. We just went through this. How cocaine may weaken the immune system. That's the why. The shit is breaking down your immune system. Right? Look, when a person struggles with substance abuse or addiction, they may experience several side effects from chronically ingesting these substances. Long-term struggles with alcohol or drugs can lead to considerable damage to many systems in the body, especially the immune system, right? Especially the immune system. Even if someone who suffers from addiction does not develop more serious problems like cognitive problems, heart disease, lung disease, or liver failure, harm done to the immune system can lead to serious recurrent or incurable infections, right? Now, let me tell you some slick shit. Let me tell you some slick shit, okay? Let me tell you some slick shit that nobody's going to tell you, right? This is some slick shit nobody's going to tell you. This is the realest shit ever, right? The one thing, right? Listen to this shit. Listen to this because I, I need y'all to hear this well. The one thing, the one thing that your body will never, ever build an immunity to 
is chemicals and drugs. There is no immunity to chemicals and drugs. Every single virus and bacteria known on earth and unknown, whether it happens in a day, a week, a month, a year, a living system will build immunity to a bacteria or a virus. That is how the body is designed. But your body will never, ever, there is no defense. There's no standing defense mechanism for chemical toxins and drugs. The only thing you can do is beef up that NRF2 system. Beef up that lymphatic system. Beef up that glutathione, right? We can beef up the fluids, the antioxidant system, the NRF2 system, right? We can beef those things up, right? And we're and we're getting more we're getting more people that's doing the monthly detox. Okay, so go go to inkiesdetox.com. E N Q. I-S-D-T-D-E-T-O-X.com, right? E-N-Q-I-S-D-E-T-O-X.com. We're getting more people that are doing the detox regularly. It's something you're supposed to do every day. It's like a multivitamin or, or multi-mineral. You're supposed to have that in your mix. Every time you eat, you just take a couple of the detox. It's not a doo-doo detox. Is to build the NRF2 system and the antioxidant reserves. But if you're eating a certain type of way, oh, I like McDonald's. Fuck that. I don't care what they say over there. We eat not McDonald's. We like McDonald's. Okay, cool. Just make sure that you make sure that you strapped in. You shouldn't miss it. You shouldn't miss a day. Every time you eat in the McDonald's, the detox should go along with it. I mean, every time you eat anything, whether it's a salad or not, it should go along with it. But the people that's putting their self at higher risk factor. Oh, I'm under workout. OK, cool. Make sure every time you have a smoothie or protein, whatever, you working out. OK, cool. You an athlete. Yeah, you got to have a detox. You got to have the sea vegetables. That's why we put the ocean steak together to make it super easy. Go to oceansteak.com and get that. You, there is no defense mechanism. Like there's no immunity. Your body can cleanse and try to get these things out of it. Your body can block with the NRF2 system. But there's no immunity to these things. And this is well known and they are making a killing by collapsing your immune system. And then when they collapse your immune system, they tell you, oh, look over there. It's a virus. Oh, look over there. It's a bacteria. That shit is the biggest fraud ever. Oh, look over there. It's a bacteria. Look over there. It's a virus. You're getting more susceptible to this, that and the other. Why? Because you're collapsing your own immune system. And then because it's your reward center in your body, it controls your behavior. 
So now you reprioritize your priorities and you spend the money on cheaper food so you could buy more get high. You don't want to listen to holistic niggas like me because then we might tell you to put the drugs down all together and you ain't trying to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that shit, man. Them niggas ain't living like me. Them niggas old heads. They not out here. We out here. We got to do this, that, and the other. We doing what we got to do. And yeah, we're, we're later on. They had their time. We going through our time and all this other bullshit they use to justify the fuckery. Right? The goofy shit. Right? So when you're going through your go-through, make sure you had a detox with you, though. Had a detox with you. That's the difference between John Q. Public out here that's getting high in the clubs and the millionaire celebrities. The millionaire celebrities, they doing the powder, the pills, all that shit. But you know what they're doing? They're going to get the cleanse, the flush, and they jumping on the IV afterwards. So they're balancing their chemical intake with antioxidant intake. They're sitting down to do the knowledge. In fact, they got people that they can hire around them. They paying nutritionists and shit. I almost shut this channel down. If Van didn't hit me up, Van hit me up yesterday like, oh, what's going on? The channel was almost gone. I was like, niggas ain't supporting the channel properly. The shares ain't up. The donations dropping. The I don't see the memes on Instagram. I seen a few. I seen the mirror. I seen a few people. We gotta build our institutions. The conscious community, we terrible. We spend more money on sneakers. Then we do on these institutions. We got to get niggas, the people you love, get these niggas off Instagram. We need to all have buildings, classrooms. That come with your support. You got to share this shit. Listen. There's people all the time, they be like, Inky, man, your video should be at 100,000 views. You should have 50,000 views. I'd be like, how many people you shared it to? <laughs> Did you personally share it to the 500 people on your Facebook? Did you personally share it to the 100 people on your Instagram? Did you send out a text message to the people in your phone book? Did you email the people in your email list? Right? Alcohol decreases the liver and pancreas function. Your pancreas is your number one defense mechanism against cancer. This is why pancreatic cancer is the most deadly. Right? This is why pancreatic cancer is the most deadly. And the reason being is because alcohol is mostly fructose and fructose destroys the liver. And high fructose corn syrup, which is what's in a lot of the candies. It's in a lot of the sweet foods. High fructose corn syrups makes cancer cells replicate at a faster rate. It makes cancer cells replicate at a faster rate. Right. But let's get to our baby. Right. We on this today. Cocaine, snorting cocaine damages the mucous membrane in, in the nose. Right. 
Look at this. And you niggas got this nigga in the in, that's from the Navy passing himself off as a community activist to tell you this is some bullshit Dr. Sabi made up. The mucous membrane. That's that inky and Dr. Sabi bullshit. Okay, so obviously add them to the list too. The addiction center. That's that bullshit they on too. They must be making it up too, right? Cocaine damages the mucous membrane in the nose, throat, and lungs. Your lungs plays a key role in antibody production. So if you damage in the lungs, you damage in antibody production. Which in turn can lead to upper respiratory infections or a susceptibility to these conditions. Smoking crack of cocaine also damages the lungs. If you smoke crack in Africa, you got AIDS by itself. Just having tuberculosis in Africa is enough to get you an HIV, like period. They'll put you on AIDS medication. So that's another thing. Stop listening to what people tell you and, and watch what they're doing. Stop listening to what people tell you and watch what they're doing. What do I mean by that? Because you just any kind of medication you want. That's how I'm going to say this. Any kind of medication you want. When you get home, feel free to type in the name of the medication into Google and just do a Google search on the shit. Feel free to do a Google search on your medication. See who else they're giving that medication to. It's, it's niggas going into the hospital with an infection coming out with AIDS medication. Okay. Remember, I get calls from around the world. I get emails from around the world. Okay. I think it's better wake up. This shit crazy out here. Right? So we got to know this information, though. Look, we ain't know we <laughs> we don't escape. We do not escape. We could sit here and I'm I'm well versed. I could talk about a zillion different benefits of of cannabinoids, exogenous and endogenous. But that still does not that still don't override the fact that we all know the fact that we all know niggas that smoke weed that keep a cold. They keep a cold. They keep a runny nose. They keep a full chest uh, congested with phlegm. And niggas will think of every other reason on earth. They will think of every other reason on earth. Didn't the fact that <laughs> the smoking is doing it. Oh, nah, nah, nah. It ain't the weed. Cause you know, I was, I was, uh, I had got out the shower without my shirt on. I got out the shower without my shirt. on. I'm like, nigga, everybody get out the shower without their shirt on. The fuck are you talking about? Nah, the window was open. The air conditioner, Cause that air AC had hit me. Yeah. That's, that's what had happened. So you got a cold for three, four months, nigga? Huh? Listen, man. 
Let me show you something. Look, let me show you something. The nicotine. Add it in. Add it in. Oh, we're not even going to do a... Yes. Yeah, I, 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 we just going... Let me get back to cocaine. Let me get back to cocaine. All right. Let me get back to cocaine. But you know what? Weed, a lot of people is mixing coke in the weed. Right? Y'all don't know that. See, a lot of people is mixing coke in their weed on purpose. And then a lot of niggas that grow weed is mixing cocaine into their grow fertilizers and formulas to make the weed stronger. So there's a lot of shit y'all don't know. Right? Um, Let me show y'all what a, a common cold. What is a common cold? What is that? What is a common cold? What is that? Another term for cold. <laughs> okay. Let's look up a common cold. Here we go. The common cold is a viral infection of your nose and throat. Upper respiratory tract is usually harmless, although it might not feel that way. Many types of viruses can cause a common cold. This is the reason why there's no cure for the common cold. And the reason I just want y'all to see it. And the re the truth of the matter is just like common sense is not common. Colds, the virus that causes colds are not common. Cold is a group of symptoms. It's not a specific virus. So don't think every time you get a cold, that's the same virus infecting you. It's any any virus float into your ass and give you a set of symptoms. Boop. Okay, that's a cold right there. But your body is supposed to be able to build up immunity to that virus and get rid of it. Shoop. But you running around two weeks, four weeks, two months, three, three months, four months. My friend died and all he did was smoke weed. Rest his soul. My man, Kareem, that was my best friend. One of my best friends from elementary school. And so what is the difference? What's the difference between somebody smoke weed all day and they keep a cold, they keep a runny nose, they keep congestion and mucus versus somebody smoke weed all day. They don't that don't happen to them. What's the difference between somebody that use cocaine? They snort cocaine. They snort cocaine to their nosebleed, goddammit, but they don't never get sick. Versus somebody else snort cocaine a little bit, they come down with cancer. What is the difference? The difference is the balance of nutrition. The difference is the balance in nutrition. How are these, how are these athletes? How are these actors and entertainers using these drugs at such a high rate and they're not coming down with the sicknesses, the illnesses at the same rate as John Q. Public? Because John Q. Public is going to do some cocaine. They're going to be high for two, three days. And in the process, they're not going to do nothing but eat junk food. And when they come down and crash and their body's trying to build up on nutrients. And see, this is why after these drugs, after the high wear off, they they sleepy, 
Then after sleeping, they want to binge eat a whole bunch of shit like they, they never ate before. The reason being is because their body is starving for antioxidants and minerals and fats and all of these things to try to rebuild up the immune system. Right. That's what it is. It don't have nothing to do with the quality of the drugs. See, that's a common misconception. Oh, yes, yeah, the quality of the drugs. This is nah, 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 nah. Ain't got nothing to do with the quality of the drugs. The what what it is is money. The people who can afford quote unquote higher quality drugs can also afford to still maintain their life. So they're still eating full meals. They're still getting in the herbs. They're still getting in their vitamins, their minerals, their nutrition. Behind closed doors, they're doing shit that you ain't doing. A lot of these niggas leave the club and go get a UV. I mean, not a UV, an IV. These niggas going to get IVs. So we got to see this shit. We got to see this shit. Right? We got to see this shit. So, yeah. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. But, um. It'll kill your ass, too. The results of this study indicated a direct cocaine effect on our four major immune competence cells and the generally suppressive effects of in vitro cocaine exposure may be related to its in vivo action on the immune system. And that's just me making it short and plain for you, huh? You can have an article and do what you need to do with it. Right. So it's crazy that we know, see, clinically, we know this type of information. Right. But then. But most of us don't know this information. But then when we look up this shit right here. We look up Rick James. Right. We look up Rick James. We let we let people tell us shit like this. Look, his autopsy found Alprazolam. Right. Xanax. My man was on them Zannies, right? He was on them Zanny bars, right? So Rick James was on Zannies. Valium. Valium. He had Zannies and Valium in his system at the same time, right? Zybands, right? Zybands. Selexa, right? These are both antidepressants. This one here and this one. Both of these dealing with the serotonin, right? Hydrocodone. We already know about that now. 
It's opioid right here. Digioxin. First generation antihistamines. What was you doing with antihistamines and mix all this shit? Look, methamphetamines and cocaine, right? All this shit in his blood at the same time in the coroner stated none of the drugs or drug combinations were found to be at levels that were life threatening in and of themselves. So. This is what they'll do to you. And this is what's going on to our community. We stupid. I got to blame us for this shit because we're listening to people telling us fuckery, just like Kevin Durant. Listen to them. People tell him the stupidest shit on earth. You got to come back and play. You clear. And look at him now. Look how they did Isaiah Thomas. We listening to these people tell us the shit because they don't give a fuck. Look at this shit. So I guess he got the diabetes, the stroke, the heart, the pacemaker and heart attacks. I guess he got all this shit going on because he's a black person. It's hereditary. You see how they're going to play mind games with you? All this hereditary. But all these drugs in the system, none of that had nothing to do with the death. You know, he was, you know, black person, diabetes and heart attack, you know, whatever. None of this shit here had nothing to do with the death. You see? We going for the book. We going for the okie doke. We going for the banana in, in the tailpipe. So if you doing these drugs and cocaine is a hell of a drug and you love it. Then you need to be taking the other steps. And treating yourself like a millionaire. The millionaires, the athletes, the actors, when they do these drugs, they go, they make sure they balancing the chemicals they putting in their body with high levels of antioxidants. Because at the end of the day, what you eat is going to control how your body functions. What you eat is going to control how your body functions, what you put in it, period. That's why there is no immunity to chemicals and drugs. Because chemicals and drugs is what, just like hormones or cytokines, they tell your body how to perform. So when you see these, say these drugs is immunosuppressive, they're going in your body telling the white blood cells, hey, yo, fall back real quick. We good. Fall back. White blood cells follow instructions. Your enzymes, your antioxidant system turns off. Your antioxidant system and the oxidative stress system is in opposition. They are scale balance. So when your body is in the oxidative phase of inflammation, your antioxidant system is turned down. The only way to turn the antioxidant system back up is to get the oxidation system of inflammation and white blood cells back down. But both don't happen at the same time. So you got to be able to try to counterbalance. You know what I'm saying? And if this is for a loved one, you have to be able to try to help them to counterbalance until something clicks in their mind and they decide to do better for themselves altogether and stop using drugs. Right. Hopefully they don't because you want you don't want. 
you you want your child or your loved one to be able to make it to the point where they could reflect back on their wild days. Everybody don't get to reflect back on their wild days. A lot of us is dead because of the wild days. And if not dead, dying because of the wild days, but you told something else. You're dealing with a cancer or diabetes or heart issues or blood pressure issues, and they're telling you, oh, it's because you're black. Do you know that just being black is a risk factor for AIDS? So soon they're going to start telling motherfuckers they inheriting that shit, too, along with diabetes and, and heart disease and high blood pressure. Oh, yeah, you. Oh, yeah, you black. You got AIDS. Yeah, you. it's, it's in your blood. You'll get it later on. Huh? I'm looking at these clinical papers. I'm like, yo, why the fuck does this shit feel like I'm in the twilight zone? Is nobody else reading this shit? Oh, we just fucking idiots. We just wait until the shit roll out and then we going to complain about it. Nobody's politically active. Nobody's going down to cast no votes. No, we stupid. Oh, that's the white man voting system. I don't participate in that. Okay, well, then what the fuck are you going to do, dumbass? Because the shit just going to affect your ass. It's going to roll out on you. And then what? You're just going to complain and make a video about it. Huh? You're going to go get the pharmaceutical drugs, though. You're going to go get the surgery, huh? Niggas got to wake up, man. That's all I can say. Niggas looking super stupid out here. <laughs>